Welcome back to the MetaMinds podcast, where we help you unlock the life of your dreams. And in today's episode, we're talking about the main reason why you're stuck in life. We'll talk about what that is, um, the impact it's having on you, and potentially ways that you can change that narrative for yourself. So the reason that you're stuck is limiting beliefs. We've spoken about it before on the podcast, but it's more true than ever now. It's something that still pops up for me. We spoke about it just before, about a limiting belief, but that pops up for me. And it's something that everyone has. And it's just a byproduct of us living in a society and having consciousness. So, like, the reason we have limiting beliefs, you know, it's just our brain doing its job. It's putting things into boxes. Uh, What's the word? Compartmentalizing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's doing its job and we have to thank it for that. But it subconsciously sets limiting beliefs for you. And it's so easy to just, they just go unchecked. And you just stay where you are in different situations, never really gain the, the the traction momentum and like, you know, develop in the way that you deserve to because you just have all these small limiting beliefs that your brain, little cheeky little guy just, just puts on you, right? Yeah. And there's all different sizes of limiting beliefs from like, you know, I don't want to get out of bed this morning. It's a little bit cold. Straight up, that's a lie. And your brain has just told you that, or it's a thought that's popped into your mind that you've identified with. But you, you could just be like, yes, I can. It's easy. Or jump up, put a jumper on, do 10 star jumps or whatever. It's like, oh, look, I'm warm. Have a warm yeah. shower or something. Guess what? Limiting belief. And the sooner you realize it, you can crush through that limiting belief. But then there's also large ones like, oh, my God, there's no way I could, you know, break up my marriage of 10 years, 20 years, sell my house, you know, divorce my wife and fully change and, you know, quit my job and move to the Bahamas. There's no way I could do that. Chances are there's a way. And that's a deep rooted limiting belief. That will keep you exactly where you are because it's so scary. Mm. But it's a belief nonetheless, and you've probably identified with it way more heavily than I don't want to get out of bed this morning. Yeah. So, yeah, there's different sizes of, of limiting beliefs as well. Yeah, there are. And I find that with the work I do with with kids at, at the schools I work at, um, I find that that's actually where I hear limiting beliefs more than ever. And it, it reminds me of myself when I was in school. Just the idea of like, you know, I'm not good at English. Like maybe you failed an exam and the immediate thing is I don't like English. I'm not good at it. So that's a limiting belief that's come up because of one negative situation, or maybe you tell yourself, I'm not smart enough because you compare yourself based on the ranking that you get at school. Again, that's so common to have because the way that the school systems are set up is to be academic and more like competitive based, I guess, to try to get the higher ranking. So I think like that's where a lot of it comes from, but it can come from like anything. And it's normally the language you tell yourself. It's normally the, I can't do this, or I'm not good enough for this. And as the name suggests, you're limiting your potential. Everyone's got unlimited potential and everyone can do anything they set their minds to, really. I mean, it's just the fact that you've limited yourself or you unintentionally, your brain has limited you um, through normally the language that you use when you're talking about yourself. Uh, And I find that that's the big shift for me when it comes to limiting beliefs is just recognizing the language I'm using. Because you can, if you start journaling or if you start recording the things you say just in a conversation, you'll pick up on the language you're using that is negative and limiting you. And everyone does it. You and I still do it to this day. It's like just a common part of society. When you feel stressed, you're going to go, ah, it's not good enough or I'm not good enough. And, And it's just so common for so many people out there. So I think, like we said before, the podcast, awareness is the key thing. Yeah, for being sure. aware of the language you're using and, and being aware of other people when they're using it. I think that's probably the easiest way to start recognizing it. It's normally harder for us as humans to recognize our own behaviors. But if you like put your lens and your eyes towards 
how other people are framing themselves and what they're doing in life, that's where it's so easy to pick up on the language they're using and how they're potentially limiting themselves. themselves. And a fantastic way that we've actually integrated this into our life was like by accident. We just kind of like, as you said there, jokingly point out when a friend has a limiting belief, it, you know, and it's like, it literally, like, it's a trivial one where it's like, ah, oh, there's no way I could go to the shops right now. It's like, that's living belief, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you just joke about it. And then, you know, once you've done it a few times to your friends, you'll find they start doing it to you. Yeah. But, and like, you know, even though it's a joke, you'll realize that that actually is a limiting belief. And as I said, like, that's on the smaller scale of limiting beliefs. But then, you know, all of a sudden your friend will be like, oh, there's no way I could, you know, like, I don't know, go talk to that girl. And you'd be like, that's a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. You could be in a little, nice little joking fashion, but you're going to improve your friend in the process. And become more aware of your own limiting beliefs because that language is integrated in, into your everyday life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, that's a, a really fun way to actually start integrating this language and, and realize your limiting beliefs uh, because they're everywhere. They pop up every single day. And, you know, when you start realizing the more deep-rooted ones, that's how you can start to unlock the life of your dreams, as we say. Yeah. Like, it's not just some, you know, like, uh, weird self-development talk that we're just, like, you know, up-talking. Like, we generally genuinely believe that you can unlock your dream life. And it starts with the main problem that you have, which is limiting beliefs. Yeah. And just one more thing, like on that, on that um, kid thing that you said before, at, at schools that you work at, you mentioned like he said, you know, I'm not good at English or whatever it is. That's the start of a very deep rooted limiting belief. You know, all of a sudden you start to believe you're not good at English in class because something your mom said or like one offhanded comment by someone else or you're maybe, you know, Cynthia is doing a little bit better than you in class and you're 10 years old. All of a sudden, you're 30 and you believe that you're just not good with words. You know what I mean? And you've just made this entire thing up, limited yourself and like like literally put yourself into the box of a person that is not good at a thing because of a small belief that started then. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's just so powerful how the, how the brain is. Like I've had people tell me, you know, as they've got older in life, that a comment, like a throwaway comment that maybe their mum said to them about or, the, or even just the tone that they've used of like, oh, you only got a B on that exam. You know, they didn't even say, like, you're yeah. wrong, you're not good. They do just the tone. And then we as humans consume that and then process it and put our own spin on it. And that's like, I've had people who have said those kind of comments. And then that's actually led to them having low self esteem or low, like, self worth based purely on like a tone and an assumption that they had of what their mum or their dad actually said to them. Like, you don't know whether that was their intention, you know, when they were saying that. Most likely wasn't. And it probably wasn't. Yeah, exactly. But that's how powerful the brain is in terms of like, oh, put that into that little box. Oh, all right, I'm not good at that. Okay, well, that's good. I'll tick that box and move on to something else, you know? Exactly right. And that's what it's about. Like, these things could be deep-rooted, conditioned things that we have. And a lot of the time, like, limiting beliefs potentially could have been compounded for years. So, as you start becoming aware and as you start doing these exercises and start, you know, even just becoming aware of other people that are using it, you've got to remind yourself that it is potentially going to take a while for you to start framing that for yourself. Because think about it, it could be 30 years of conditioning these negative thought loops and these like limiting beliefs. You can't expect that to just shift immediately. So it is about being really consistent and reminding yourself that it's a journey and reminding yourself that it can take time for you to start like changing the way that you talk about yourself and to yourself. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, if you like, yeah. Because it sounds so easy. It's like, oh, just recognize your limiting beliefs and then you'll unlock your dream. Life. Yeah. It's like, no, no. Like, as I said, like with these deep-rooted limiting beliefs, like they can take years for you to unlock and change them, you know, change your perception of self, change your position in life. Uh, but it all starts with, you know, recognizing them essentially. 100%. Um, yeah. So are there any limiting beliefs that, that you have right now that, you know, you might want to talk about or? Yeah. Uh, the one I guess I mentioned to you just before when we were at the gym. So the idea that 
maybe I don't feel like I've got the confidence or the authority to be able to do like public speaking in a large stage where I'm talking about my authority or talking about an expertise or an interest area that I have. Um, I have a limiting belief around I'm not ready for that or I don't have en enough value to offer to an audience in that capacity. And there's like, if you peel it back, there's so many layers to that. It's like, you know, maybe I feel I'm not a confident public speaker. So that's one of the layers to it. But it's also saying like, am I good enough to do this? Am I the right person for this? Will people receive it in a particular way? And, you know, as you start listing it, and I'm sure other people will have this with lots of things they think about, it's normally not just one thing that's created that limiting belief. It's multiple layers. And it could also be like the way that your body feels. It might be, you know, it might not just be a thought. It could actually be as you talk about public speaking, maybe your body shuts down or you feel really uncomfortable or anxious. So that feeling that your body, that signal your body's giving you is telling you that's a threat to me and I don't want to do that. So, of course, it's normal as an animal, if you think about us as animals, to go, oh, well, I'm not going to do that then because my body's, you know, too too uncomfortable. But when you start unpacking it and understanding that there's there's layers to it and there's reasons behind why potentially you're not doing those things and all of those layers can be challenged and all of them can be limiting beliefs. I mean, again, it comes down to awareness. It comes down to understanding why you're not doing that thing. Absolutely. So that is the reason that you are most likely stuck in life right now. And, you know, I want you to like, you know, do some reflection maybe like after this episode, like what are your current limiting beliefs? What are the small scale ones? What are the medium scale ones? And what are the larger ones? You know, start to use this playful language with your friends to be like, oh, that's a limiting belief and blah, blah. And, you know, you'll pick up on when you actually have your own limiting beliefs. And that's a fantastic way to start actually, you know, unraveling all these things by yourself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you do need help, like unraveling these things and, and, and recognizing your limiting beliefs, which can be hard because, you you know, your brain's very elusive, as we know. Uh, slippery, a little slippery. ego <laughs> will get you. Um, and, you know, it'll just point to something else. And you'll be like, oh, that's the problem. But you won't know until you actually do the work to figure it out. Uh, but yeah, if you need help doing that, you know, Dan is a counselor with metamindstherapy.com. Check out the website. You might, uh, might, might book a session if you would like. And he can help you unpack some of these limiting beliefs as well. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Be sure to leave us a little, little cheeky, little, little cheeky review, cheeky review on iTunes. You know, some spicy about yeah. what you liked about the show, maybe. Yeah, just let us know. Reflect on maybe it, who's you know? your, who's your favorite host. I don't know, yeah, like whatever you want. You know, yeah, cool like, that. point out some of the limiting beliefs that we have. Yeah, we're all good with that. We want to improve. That's what this is about. So, mm -hmm. thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>